This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to all elders past, present and emerging and honour their history, cultures and traditions of storytelling. Hello and welcome to Pep Talk. I'm Caroline Hugel, your host and chief cheerleader. I know firsthand the value of a good pep talk. After more than two decades in the corporate world across Sydney, London and New York, I remain grateful for the pep talks that gave me perspective, confidence and helped steer me in the right direction. The Pep Talk podcast will give you the nudge you didn't know you needed in around 10 minutes, enough time to take a quick walk around the block while you're listening. It shares advice, experience and wise counsel from brilliant women connected to the world of media, communications and the arts. The first series of Pep Talk recognises the wonderful organisation, Fitted for Work, a not-for-profit that helps disadvantaged women get work and keep it through mentorship and other work readiness programs. Fitted for Work's social enterprise, SheWorks, offers a recruitment solution for creating diverse workforces. You can find out more at fittedforwork.org. In this episode of Pep Talk, you'll meet Kirsty Muddle, Chief Executive Officer of Dentsu Creative Australia and New Zealand. Kirsty, as she tells it, accidentally fell into media. She'd originally planned on a career in finance, but after attempting role running data at Mindshare London, one of the world's largest media agencies, she was hooked. She stayed with them for nine years. Then when she was 29, Sean Cummins approached her to be a founding partner of Cummins & Partners, one of the first independent full-service agencies. It was a position she held for more than a decade seeing the business grow into several international markets. Kirsty has been a Gruen panellist and Ad Standards board member and in 2018 was named Woman of the Year and Executive of the Year at the B&T Media Awards. Mum of two and a dedicated, thoughtful and strategic leader, I am delighted to share Kirsty's pep talk with you today. Kirsty, it is so brilliant to have you on pep talk today. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks for having me. What motivates you? A challenge is really, I do, I do get, I get out of bed for a challenge. It does motivate me. It's what's the, because you're going to learn something new about yourself, about, about the world. I don't know how to do that. It doesn't come simply to me. It doesn't matter what it is. A work challenge, a kid challenge, a, a, a run challenge. Not that I have that much time to run, but things like that really do motivate me at the beginning of the day. Um, I really hand on heart, don't feel motivated by money. What do you wish you'd known at the start that would have made things slightly easier or changed behaviour or, or helped in any way? Not to be so impatient, probably. I think my impatience got in the way of my learning journey a little bit and maybe some friendships over that early part where you just, I felt that I was so impatient to get somewhere that I would rush into everything, like eagerness to work my way up the ladder you know, eagerness to jump into a, a new role even though it was within the same business. I think that impatience, if I had have just sat back a little bit, enjoyed the journey, took some time to absorb what was around me a little bit more, it probably would have served me well. And you're going to get there. <laughs> You'll get there. But you don't need to feel that you're, you know, you don't need to feel so impatient because you'll, you'll, you'll miss something on the way up, essentially. Mm. You'll step over something that you wish that you 
you had a scene earlier, but because you were so impatient, you missed it, mm. you know, in a hurry. What do you consider your greatest achievement? My, my greatest achievement, if I'm, my greatest achievement is that I overcame, I overcame anorexia. So I had, I had some, um, when I was in my 20s, I had an eating disorder and that mental strength that got me into that place in the first time also got me out of it. And that w- that's definitely probably my, bi- my biggest success, I would say. You can win all the, wor- all the awards in the world, but nothing is as challenging or um, a- as great a success as looking after yourself and helping to overcome something like that. And then second to that would be, you know, I'll always be pretty proud that I spent 11 years, you know, from startup to being quite a successful you know, or a very, very successful, to be fair, agency. I'll always feel proud of that, no matter where I go next. Can you tell me who you admire? Probably the most recent one is Julia Gillard. I've heard her speak a couple of times. Takes my breath away. I, she, she, I've never heard anyone stand up and speak so passionately and so well, and everything she said just resonated. I, you know, her, I welcome her out of politics and into the rest of the world, particularly corporate culture, because, wow, she's, she's inspiring um, and she's learnt a lot, a lot. Um, it's not necessarily a gender thing either. What you learn about running a country, I just, yeah, she's phenomenal. How do you reflect on rising to the top? It's a big responsibility when you're at the top. You're not doing it for your, you're not doing it for yourself. Sometimes I genuinely think that there are people out there that are much better than me, but I was in the right place at the right time. What's the best advice you've ever been given? So there's three things, um, and they're all been equally uh, helpful over over my career. One is don't tread on people on the way up, which is very true. Um, because the people that I was dealing with in my 20s, I now see in my deep into my 40s. Um, And um, have three things. When you're thinking about moving or changing something, have three things and do the one that scares you the most. That really resonates with me. Um, And the last one, don't move for money. What moves you to create change? Betterment for sure yeah betterment and happiness it really does if you if you're going to change something you're doing it to make someone else's life better or something better that's the kind of change that's very motivating and you could even say that about business transformation you know if you take it down to that level you go the change is for the better is you know that's probably the primary motivator so cursed Someone's been in a job for over a decade and they're looking for something different and they're going to change jobs. What advice do you give them and how do you encourage decision-making? I, th- I don't overthink it. That, honestly, don't overthink it. I think in your, heart of your, in your heart of hearts, you know what the right answer is and you undo that when you overthink it. Um, so it changes good. I think a bit of change is good. These are all the things that kind of held me back. And now after, you know, a few months sitting on it, I'm like, 
it was a pretty it was not simple it was, it was hard because you're saying goodbye to something that was so meaningful to you and 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 but it was I overcomplicated it um, by thinking about it too much <laughs> and on that note Kirsty thank you for the pep talk thank you that's it for this episode of pep talk you can find the full interview on howdidyougetthere.com. If you enjoyed this pep talk and you feel cheered on, tell your friends and give us a great review. Pep Talk is produced in partnership with Weld Stories. I'm Caroline Hugel. See you again soon.